Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. I'm ZD Donahue. And we are diving into some specific projects in our Home Deck series. So if this is your first time ever listening to the podcast, we did a little uh, intro to Home Deck. We did something about fabrics and mm-hmm. shopping and stuff like that. Uh, then we did an episode on glue and hardware and tools. And now we think it's best for us to just jump in and talk about the specific projects that ZD's done so that new things can come up and we can talk about them. Yeah. You know? You know, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was trying to think about, like, home deck and why, why or if or when I ever started it or what, you know. And I was thinking about my cousin Phyllis, right? Uh-huh. And, you know, her husband and her were in college, and they had this cheap little attic, awful apartment. Like, like nothing kind of worked right, and, uh-huh. you know, uh, the door didn't shut right. All, all, you know, you went up these rickety steps, and you got to the apartment, and she just had taken, like, some fabric. Mm-hmm. And she made, like, they had, like, kind of a couch. I don't know if that's really what it was. <laughs> um, and they were both very good at, at, at and creative at doing uh-huh. things and, and all that. And, um, you know, she had bought this, like, bright fabric, like, bright, flowery-like fabric. Now, everybody, this is in the 60s, okay? Right, right. So, um, and it was kind of a coarse weave, and she just made, like, these throw pillows for the floor, like, so people oh. could sit on the floor, because they didn't uh-huh. have any furniture. Uh-huh. And um, he had made a coffee table of out of this like big piece of butcher block, you uh-huh. know, and it had pipe legs and and then she covered some, you know, throw pillows for like the couch. So you know, she repeated the uh-huh. fabric uh-huh. and then she had a couple solids or whatever. And you walked up there and after going up those rickety steps, you had no you idea didn't. what you were gonna like, <laughs> you know, or if you were gonna live as you went up them. And you know, mind you, I'm like ten or twelve years right. old at this time. And you know, here was this bright spot that somebody thought about. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mostly what it was. You saw that somebody thought about what needed to go on in this room. Decorating yeah. in general is kind of its own alchemy. Yeah. You know, I don't... Like, and I mean, it was probably done with no money, right. hardly any money. Right. You know, um, but I just thought, I, I remember at that age going, oh... I like it in here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't know if I was going to going up those <laughs> stairs, you know. But I, I just thought she made it cheerful. She made it welcoming. You know, she made it unique. Mm-hmm. And 
it also made it look like, you know, especially the welcoming part. Like they were, you know, even though they didn't have any furniture, they were welcoming right. people coming over. Right, right. So. Okay, so Home Deck lets you customize your space. Yeah, gives yeah. you a little power for that. No, that's that's really um, a good point because, so the, I think, main lesson here is to make, the, like, the entrance to your house, um, set people up with really low expectations. So they, I, they I go in and they have like this really okay? crap curb appeal, <laughs> yes. right? And then, you know, you open this door and it's like, Ta-da! One way to make your home deck stand yes. out. All right. Okay. So let's move on. We're going to talk about two, careful, somebody's going to complain to me about you knocking your mic around. I'm sorry. Uh, so one of the things, <laughs> um, I think it's because it, Took a visit and left home and came. That's back, right. That's know. right. I'm helping okay. someone else start a podcast right now, and um, they used our mics. So, anyway, um, two of the projects we're talking about today—they're very simple mm-hmm. on the simple end of the home deck spectrum right. of the. And the first one I t- want to talk about are your dining room chairs. Right. I and- love these. They they just like are really. Cool thing. I think that like a lot of people can do. This and they're so be, much fun. This would be like primer home deck. A really good place upholstery. to start. Yes, a, that, a, that a primer upholstery. Primer upholstery yes. is what this would be. Um, you probably won't screw it up too bad. Don't like you know. take apart your couch first, or I mean, right. you can whatever. Who am I to tell someone right. what to do? Uh, Which is but, probably what I did do. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I think it was actually. I think it was this Danish modern chair my mother had was the first thing I did, which was really just box cushions. But so these these dining room chairs, though they are wood wooden chairs. The wooden chairs. With a with a padded seat, a padded seat. Okay, which a lot of chairs, you know, that go to a dining room table. That's what you've got. It's a pretty common this, this thing. This is a common style of chair from, you know, before time, right? Yeah, like pretty common. Yeah. And so, tell us. Uh, let's start from the beginning. When you got these chairs, mm-hmm. how were how was that padded seat attached to the chair? Well. I've never run across any that haven't been attached this way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this. Okay. So you your chair is actually the seat is actually just a frame. Uh huh. Right. And there's usually a piece of it's usually a piece of wood that the cushion. You know, there's there's foam on the on this piece of wood, and that that basically makes up the cushion, right? Uh-huh. And if you turn the chair over, there's usually four screws, one in each corner. And you, you probably see it because it's through a pre-drilled hole yeah. generally. Yeah. Okay. Um, sometimes on really, really old stuff, it won't really be a pre-drilled hole, hole. You know, it might just be that someone put a screw in there. But generally, it's a pre-drilled hole. And you unscrew. And the... And the seat, you know, the padded, that, seat, comes the padded off. seat comes off. So it's a piece of plywood generally, you know, that has foam on it, that has had fabric stretched over it. Okay, cool. Right. So if you are, if you're like, well, I've been meaning to redo my dining room chairs, turn them upside down. Right. And look for those screw look for holes. those, yes. Now, the only thing that I was thinking that could, that could happen uh, to a chair mm-hmm. is that it would have that, like, tack. Have you ever seen dining chairs that have the tacks around not it. the kind that we're talking about okay no. that's a different yeah that's kind right. of a different kind of chair okay let's right. not talk about it then right no right. not the what we're talking about fabulous. No. fabulous that would be an upholstered seat versus the seat cushion got okay? it no that's a right. that's great so i just want right. i don't want somebody to be so like, this is oh. where then now you have you know basically this unit mm-hmm. which and usually this 
cushion is somehow glued or adhered to that piece of um, plywood. Yeah, the foam is yeah. glued onto mm-hmm. the plywood, right? And what? And usually it is plywood, and it's usually a relatively thick piece of plywood because those Somebody screws, you know, you're it. screwing. You're, well, you know, you're screwing into yeah. it, and that that you know that gives it the grip or or whatever. It's kind of heavy. It's kind of yeah, it's a yeah. Substantial this isn't thing. something like. Don't think you can take like. Do they call it masonite still? I know what masonite okay, is. Okay, don't think you can take like masonite, you know, or something flimsy, okay. and and replace the seat. So you may get a pair set of chairs that don't have that. Uh huh. Okay, like oh, now I've got to add a seat cushion, or you know, I've bought chairs where one came with the cushion <laughs> yeah. and one didn't. In fact, they're downstairs in my living room. Uh-huh. Or no, actually, they're in the breakfast room now. Those two chairs are okay. in the breakfast room. So those chairs were sort of mismatched but they looked a lot they were the they came from two different places uh-huh. but they were the same chair right okay so they're antiques they were antiques when i bought them like 35 years ago so i don't know what you call them now yeah okay um beyond time <laughs> um so anyway one of those did not have a seat cushion mm-hmm and the other thing that can happen is sometimes you'll buy some, and they might have the seat cushions, but they're not the same. Like one's thicker, or uh. one's thicker. so you need to remedy that. Yeah. By buying foam, right, or adding foam, or um, some people add batting. Yeah. Okay. And some people like the foam with a batting covering Over it. the top. Yeah. And it does give kind of a better feel, I think, for some reason. Okay. If you got a set of chairs and only one of them had like the seat cushion right. you know you could take that and make like a bit of a template for it right to get you cut would out just match it and, exactly okay. that's what All i right. would do that's okay. what i would do now sometimes with it like a dining room suit as we would call them you okay might, you, do you say suit or sweet sweet suit i say sweet both. but like is it a, mm-hmm. I, I'll, I've, okay. heard, I've heard it both ways okay it's spelled like sweet yeah with the e on the end i believe mm-hmm. anyway yeah <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, okay. Either I th- I've heard it both ways. Okay. Um, a lot of times the captain's chair, mm-hmm. or there is a what they would call a captain's chair, and it may have arms on it. Yeah. And the others, you know, like say there's six chairs and five will be without arms, and the like head of the table captain's chair, you know, has has the arms on it sometimes that seat could be a different size oh okay so sure. just beware okay good so good when to you're know. doing this mm-hmm. i would take my one template seat off right right and make sure i put it on all the other chairs and that it fits that it fits okay that, that it that it was the right size good deal so you know get a handy jigsaw and have somebody, you know, if you if you are not competent at that, have somebody else do it. Or I don't know. even know. There might be some hardware stores too. Some, especially local hardware stores, that might cut. Will that do that for, for you. you. You can you could take it in, and if you buy yeah, the, um, the wood the wood from them, they would cut that for you. Or sometimes you'll take it in, and the guy goes, "Well, I can take this home and do it in my garage, and I'll do it for you know ten dollars a seat or whatever." Right. You know. So, and if you don't have a jigsaw, like. 
Yeah, you know. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Pay somebody. <laughs> right, if you don't have a jigsaw. But you know, you'll have to wind up. Somehow you've got to come up with the new template. Yeah. And you've got to come up with foam. Okay. You can find foam in your hardware store. You can find foam in your fabric store. You can find foam online. Yeah, and we talked a little bit about mm-hmm. that during our previous episode. Right. Foam can degrade over time. It does. And more than likely, if these are really old, uh, you may be replacing it. So if you are going to recover them all, let's pretend like you mm-hmm. did get a full set that all they all have cushions you could you're going to remove the cushions uh remove the seats from the chairs with your screws right uh and then i this is going to be kind of a roundabout way for how you can check on your foam but how do you take the existing cover off of there mom if there's fabric on there well usually it's stapled okay it could be tacked okay either either one okay so you've got little tack heads underneath they're going to be on the bottom Uh right and um, now sometimes this will be covered also with like what it, muslin or something yeah. so that you don't like if you laid under the chair and looked up, right, you would you would sure. see a piece of muslin that was like <laughs> glued or tacked on uh-huh. there. So it would look finished. OK. And that usually that's a black or a beigey neutral, some sort of color uh-huh. like that. But um so what you need to do is you're going to have to remove tacks or remove staples. Is that you got any recommendations for that? Um, I usually start with a flathead screwdriver flathead and see screwdriver. what's going to happen. See what happens, right? And your pliers. And you always got your pliers right next to you. Yeah. Always, always, always. And this is another place where you need to be careful. Mm-hmm. You don't point any uh, nope. screwdriver toward like your abdomen or That's something right. like that. Or your hand, right? Wherever you're poking towards, nothing needs you shouldn't nothing. have. Nothing. And you know, a lot of times I wear gloves. Uh, wearing gloves during Work this gloves stage would be are good great. on anything like this. This is another place to, you know, we talk about like kids sometimes mm-hmm. uh, on this. This is a place where you need to be real careful if a kid is asked to help you or something like that, you know. This isn't like making a quilt. <laughs> right, 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 right. This, you're this, getting into power tools. Yeah, you need, you know. to, you need to be kind of careful when you're taking these staples out. So when you do take or tax or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever's on there, then you get to kind of feel your foam. Well, what I, what I would, the thing I would do before that uh-huh. is as I took them off, I would pay attention to how they were on and right. especially at the corners. Yeah. There's a couple of different ways to fold corners. Okay. Mm-hmm. And depending on, you know, what your chair looks like or the frame that it's going to be popped on top of or something, you may want to take note how they did their corner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And maybe the back corners and the front corners are done a little differently. No. So I would take note or take a picture. Or, or oh whatever. gosh, always take a picture. The thing, it's so easy to take pictures now, you guys. I used to like have to try and draw stuff out. Okay, and, and you like don't that. realize, you don't know what you don't know sometimes right. when you are uh, getting into something like well, this. Well, the other right? thing that I think happens to me has happened to me is I'm taking it apart. Well, sure, I'll remember because I'm yeah, gonna I'm gonna sure. do this tomorrow, and then tomorrow winds up being a month from now. Yes, yes. So absolutely. I'm like, oh, how did they have this on there? Now I can figure it out, mm-hmm. but. You know, now I've got to think through it again. When you document, you make right. yourself an external brain. Exactly. Right? It's you like, it's, it is. It's like having this little brain on the side you can draw from. And for me, I feel like I used to have a really good memory for some things. Oh, it's because you had children. It's because, yes. And you also breastfed. Okay. And you know so what happens when you breastfeed? They, they suck your brain cells out. Your brain cells get sucked right out. Well, yep. after you have kids, you know, no matter who you are, <laughs> you're just constantly in the back of your mind when, wondering if. They're like, did I do what I needed to do for them to be alive? (laughs) And it isn't only kids. When life gets gets busier. Yes. Right? Or things get complicated. Um, And I do think, you know, well, 
certainly as you age. Like, I, sometimes I'm not sure that I have lost the capacity to remember some things as much as maybe just I just don't, don't give a damn anymore. Well, I right. just have, I've just found, I've really maybe been, like, coming to the realization, I've always been kind of like a, you know, when I was a kid, I was like a precocious kid, and I could remember this or right. that, yep. or I was, yep. you know, like, get it, you know. Doing things on the fly, and I'm like, oh, but if I document, then I can really ensure well, more accuracy. Well, I think that's the other thing, too, you know? is I can document. I don't have to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And documenting is a skill, right? Yes. Okay, what a nice tangent there. Let's take a little break and come back uh, and go through the covering process okay. of the chairs. What's your favorite way to measure yourself? With my easy check tape measure. So tell me a little bit about this. It's the only way to measure myself, I why, think. Why is it so magical? Well, because there's a slide on it. Uh-huh. You actually snap one end of the tape measure into the back of the slide, and then you fit it to the measurement, and then you can unsnap, and the slide remains on the place that you've measured. So if you're trying to measure your arm. Right. Or your under bust. Right. Or your thigh. Or your head. Or your head. Oh, yeah. The head. Right. Definitely. Well, and, you know, measuring yourself is one thing, but even measuring somebody else, what it does is it marks the spot, basically, where the measurement is. And so if I'm, and this happens to you, that you're measuring somebody and they start talking to you and you're like, was that 21 or 23? Oh, my gosh. And right. Where with this, you know. It, it, the slide has marked it. I also have heard feedback from customers who say, I am sending this to my daughter or, you know, so that she can measure my grandchildren That's and it will right. be accurate. Right. Right? Well, we've actually had trainers, too, yep. that, that bought these, you know, for their customers or they themselves use it for their customers or it was a male trainer and a female client. Uh, he right. didn't have to put his hands on the person right. or whatever. Also, this tape measure, when you use it with a snap, it's impossible to work from the wrong side. That's the other thing <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. You can't measure from the 60 end. You have to measure from, from the, the zero, one end. From the zero, zero end. Yes. Right. right. And I said 60, but... Um, you know, it also has the millimeters on the other side, too. So yeah. you, you've got... Um, you have imperial, imperial and you have metric. Metric, uh, right. And so the easy check tape measure makes it very simple when you are trying to measure yourself uh, and you just don't want to be fumbling around. Well, and I think... You know, the thing is, don't order one. Because if somebody sees it, a husband or right? a daughter or just a friend, I mean, honestly, at Christmas time, I would put this, like, in almost everybody's stocking stuffer. And I think it's a great thing to, like, send away to college with people, things like that. Where Fabulous. Where you, you want yeah. something measured. Well, if you're interested in your own easy check tape measure, you can see a video on how it works at SoHere.com slash tape measure. And you can check it out for yourself. So, so, out loud. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? 
And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And we're back. All right. So what what happens next? Okay, Naked so we, we've got our template. We've checked our foam, and did, we may have needed to replace our foam. Yeah. We may have had to scrape uh-huh. the old foam off where it was glued on, okay. or, or the glue was so old it fell off. Yeah. Whatever, you know. And so now you're, you know, if you have to put your foam on, you have cut your foam to the correct shape also. Yeah. And you will want to glue it to that seat. Okay. Okay. There's so many spray contact glues. This is the way to go. Okay. Right. Generally, there's a glue. Um, all the major glue peoples have one. It's contact. You know, you spray spray some on the, the seat and spray some on the back of the phone. And you slap it down and you're ready to go. And a lot of that, will, many of those glues will give you a little bit of time to scoot it around. Okay. It, you know. Do you like... Okay, let's say your your uh, mm-hmm. chair cushion mm-hmm. template, like your seat, your wooden right. seat. It's like a trapezoid with rounded corners, right? Maybe. Uh, uh-huh. Let's pretend yeah. it is. Uh-huh. Would you glue a square piece of foam on that that was a little bigger and then trim it away after it's on the seat? You or know, what you, do you could. Do? You could. Okay. Um, I think it would depend on what I had. Just if depending. I had a really, you know, easy forward looking trapezoid that was. I, would, I don't think I'd worry about it. Okay, yeah, you just You know, it if go. I, uh, maybe I would cut the square and do the corners after I got it on there. Okay, okay, you know, great. Um, I, I would have to, I would think that through. I've approached okay. that both ways. All right, good okay. to know. Then I probably would put a piece of batting on top of that. Okay. Okay, and same way I would use the contact uh, spray, contact okay. cement or whatever, you know, and I'm literally talking maybe any kind of batting you prefer. Okay. Anything you want. It can be cotton. It can be polyester or whatever. Um, as thick or as thin as you uh-huh. want this to look. And remember this, that that foam, you're actually going to be pulling the fabric down over this. So the foam will go down some. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. when you're looking at the old foam and trying to match it, you may want to get it a little thicker than what it appears to be. And then with the glues and the contact spray mm-hmm. and everything, just check that it's meant for foam. Yeah, or, exactly. Okay, you you just, can dissolve your foam. Yes. Yep. With, with, you know, you can there's burn solvents it away. and glue, and yep. you can actually dissolve your foam and sort of Turn it into like plastic squigglies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So that sounds fun. Use a mask. Do it outside. Outside. Now, I'm going to mention this. Mm-hmm. It's not what I've always done. I've done it maybe on a quickie before, but I have covered over old fabric before. Oh, okay. Or existing. Let's not say old. Let's not existing. say old. Let's say existing. You left it, the fabric. If it was a fabric that was smooth. Uh-huh. If it was a fabric that was cl- I felt was clean. Uh-huh. If it was a fabric that was not going to add too much bulk at the corners that I was going to have to worry mm-hmm. about or something, why worry about it? It's another layer of security. Just kind of like, right? yes, yeah, so if you but, felt like the existing mm-hmm. materials were okay. But we also had a post just recently about, you know, stink soup and yeah. getting things secondhand. Oh. And, you know, you buy, sometimes you buy it and then you get it at home and moisture hits it somewhere. Yes. You either wet it or it's just. That's what she said Or it happened. can be moist that day and you're like, oh my God, what farted in my car? Okay. You know, was... and it's your, it's the seat to the. 
you know, chair, chair you bought. Yeah, this was Tammy P, I think, and she was like, oh, I brought this sweater home, and then I started stinking, so I've got it on the back porch in Nevada water, and I said, oh, the old back porch stew trick. <laughs> That's right. I'm so glad that she got that I was, like, kidding. Well, I thought, when I said it was stink soup, she said exactly. Yes, yeah. I, no, I thought, oh, if this was some, I, now Tammy has been like in the group forever, but I, and like, I recognize her name every time, you know, she posts and stuff, but I was like, oh, if this had been a new person, I wouldn't have written that. You know, <laughs> I was like, I've had some things sitting on the back porch it's, before. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like the time I made this pillow for this person. I was all excited about it. And it had this embroidery thing on it. You know, it was a little quip, a little cartoon, you uh-huh. know, it was, uh, programmed embroidery and it said you should have been here yesterday my house was clean you know and it had like oh a, yeah and then I thought about it and I thought maybe she thinks her house is clean <laughs> and I never I still have the pillow I was like you gotta be careful oh, who you give it did you yeah it was um it was the house was clean yesterday sorry you missed it yes. yeah yeah yes and after I made it I was like oh I can't I don't know if I can <laughs> give this to her that's why we she have might that think her house is just wonderful I think her house is always a mess <laughs> And and she thinks that she might. This might be like a different in standards, right? Um, yeah, mom. I think it's maybe a good catch on your part. I know. <laughs> I, I I can't believe it. No, I made the whole thing, you know. And I'm I know not, I've seen it. Yeah, no, it's really. I, I used one side of the fabric and the other side of the fabric to frame it. Like now, that was always a hit at the shop. I know, but I would tell people my story. I actually made this for someone, and then I thought about it. Let's cover some chairs. Okay, so (laughs) that's funny. I didn't know that about that pillow. I'll tell you who I was for, and you'll you'll really laugh when I tell you you I made it for. You can give it to me. Oh, I know. I, I, oh, I, I know you're yeah, out. I know I give it to you. I can give it to all. I can give. I could give it to all my children. I think. But no, I. I'll tell you who I made it for. And you're gonna laugh your butt off. Okay. I didn't know you didn't know that. So. So we're we're okay. We can cover over. And what you have to know is you don't want to staple into the existing staples on that. That would be another thing you'd have okay. to think about. Yeah. Do you have enough room to bring this other fabric around and staple? And don't staple, staple into staple, or tack into tack. It's not going to work, right? Okay, so what do we do? Let's let's move away from, like, the seats, and let's mm-hmm. go into our sewing studio. Okay. Let's leave the seats outside drying with their contacts mint on them or whatever. Getting the stink out. Uh, yep, okay. But that, okay, do, if they are existing, and especially if they come from someone else's home, I would give the seats a sniff. Yeah. I would. Spray them with I, vodka. I would spray them with vodka, and then while they were damp, kind of smell them, uh-huh. and then see, I, I would check them but out. But then also let your contacts mint dry. Right. Probably stinky um, in a different way. Uh, so picking fabric. Yes. Okay. We're going to pick fabric to cover our seats. Yes. And you can pick whatever you want. You can, you can put just about <laughs> anything. But, you know, you're going to want something probably in the home deck venue. Where you – Because yes. – Yes. You're going to want something that's durable. Mm-hmm. Something like a quilting cotton, right? A rayon shelly will not serve you. I mean, okay? if you'll read about people covering or like silk covered chairs in yes. like, you know, Versailles and stuff. You know, should I but tell, if you live I'll, in I'll Versailles, tell you, I'll tell okay. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Uh, Later <laughs> when we talk about drapes, we'll talk about my silk, silk drapes. drapes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, you know, to me, a dining room chair, I want it to be durable. Um, I also want it to be somewhat stain resistant, or can I at least, Easy you know, clean. spots, you know, clean this? Um, I want it to go with my decor, of course. Yeah. Um, a lot of people will go very neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, 
with something like this. They're very plain, you know, nice beigey, beige on beige, kind of color on color kind of thing. Some people will make a statement. Oh, my gosh, what do you think I did? But anyway. Um, Every piece <laughs> is a statement piece. <laughs> so, so anyway, <laughs> my chairs are talking. Yep. But anyway, um, so you, you want some durability to okay. this. And you keep in mind, this is something we brought up, uh, I think in the first episode, your scale of your print. And when you buy your fabric for this, let's pretend it's got like one of those sort of arabesque, like pretty designs on it that's like a... You know, maybe the, the motif is almost as big as the chair cushion. Right. Or, or you could center it on there. Right. Okay, you might take your template to the fabric store or to your sewing studio. I would actually, yes. Hold I would up. take a paper template with me. Yeah. Absolutely. And here's the other thing. Your template is going to be, you know, 18 by 18 yeah. or whatever your chair is, right? Uh-huh. You've got to have at least four inches, maybe more on each side, to pull and turn and staple. You do not want to be short on this, So you can't go, oh, I've got four 18 by 18 chairs. Oh, that's that's just like a yard of fabric. So yeah, let's pretend let's pretend you do have one of those big motifs that's almost as big as the chair. But like they're real close together on the fabric, that's so right. you lose you the two lose. adjacent ones. That's right. Okay, or, and I mean that's right. fine. It's just like don't buy too little well, fabric. And it, it you may know? it may also make you decide to buy something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, you might go, oh, there's so much waste here. I yeah. just really don't yeah. want that. Or here's the other thing: not all the chairs have to look the same. I like this motif. I'm going to do my captain's chair in this and one more chair that goes to the other end of the table. Yeah. And then I'm going to do the other four chairs in a solid or Mm -hmm. in a dot or Mm -hmm. in a stripe. And that's another thing. The design should go, right, from back to front. Yeah. So okay. Like you'd be so able... if there's a person's face, yes. <laughs> if you're going to be sitting on somebody's well, face, well, that like that twall, you know, with our the people twall, right? With people, on the so trees, you've got a ballerina, thing. right? Yeah, yeah okay. whatever. <laughs> so their head would be at the back of the chair seat. Right? Yeah. And their feet would be at the front of the chair seat. Unless you upholster. Unless you're crazy. No, no unless you upholster your chairs with um, motifs of aerialists upside down in their hammocks, right? Then their feet would be. The, okay, I just had to. Well, let's I just had confuse to everyone. Okay? Yes. No, it should It should yeah. be coming down that way. No, okay. great, great point. And stripes should go, right? They should be running from the front to the back, not across the chair. They shouldn't. I mean, I guess if someone just absolutely wanted to put them the other way, okay. it would be a very. I think it, you would not like the look. It looks. Yeah, I think. It looks I, I don't think the you other would like too. the look. I really don't. I feel like I have really strong opinions about some things. Like and the strut. Like the design needs to follow your legs there as you they're go. on there, there right? Okay. How you sit on the chair. So if you're buying just that stripe fabric, right? Okay, then you can sort of calculate yardage a little a little it's a little easier now how wide is the stripe yeah are all the stripes the same you know yep. blah, blah, I, blah. I forget all the names of how stripe patterns go yes but there's there are like different a two and a this and a that yes and a, yes you know but like it's a wide stripe and a skinny stripe and two medium stripes and a wide stripe or however that is or if you get some kind of like plaid and you're gonna do it mm-hmm. on the bias or don't do that okay you know yeah. so Anyway, <laughs> well, or, or a window pane or whatever, yeah. you know, there you guys know what you're looking at. You know what you you know, if you really, take the whole freaking cushion if you're take not sure. Take the whole chair. Well, whatever. <laughs> uh, it's been done. I, I worked, you know. Oh, hey, is this why they make samples 
of home deck fabrics for people to look at. Mm-hmm. People can also bring them home. Oh, lay them around home their deck house. samples, eh? Yeah. Okay, so if you know what we're talking about, yeah, home deck samples. Yeah. You might have hundreds of them in your home. So, some some furniture store, some upholstery shop, a decorator may have given you the samples that needed to be retired because every year they will get a new set of samples if they are a dealer. You know, selling a certain furniture line, or if they're a home uh, home decorator, companies send them new samples. So you may have received these, mm-hmm. and then you may have had a friend who received them, and then she doesn't want them anymore, right. and so she gave them all to you. And then other people knew at the shop that you used these in classes, so then they brought you more, and they brought you more, and you still have... Many, many, many mm-hmm. of them. Okay? So this this can be fun if you got the hookup. If you don't know what we're talking about, what? how big are the? They'll come in different sizes. Right. They do come in different sizes. Very, um, they'll vary widely. A, a lot of times they'll be maybe like 18 inches, 20 inches long. They'll get yeah. a length to them, and they're, but their width might only be like 10 inches. I think it also depends on the scale of the print. I was or just going to say, now, print, if, it's a, if it's a scale... You know, a print or yeah. whatever design, they might be larger because they need to get that whole, the, give the, you idea. the whole idea. Of the yeah. Well, sometimes what they do is because, of course, they they do a print and they do it in four colors, but only one of the pieces gets printed. Gets the, gets the right. big and cut. And you find that like yes. in wallpaper, too, yes. where, you know, you, you have these little bitty swatches uh-huh. that show you the color, but there's one big you know, swatch that's more sizable that gives you the whole idea of the print. Okay, so we have a ton of these. So many. We have them. I love them. We're crazy about them. They're fun. Uh, we you did can... give away a lot of them when yeah. we closed the shop. Yeah, we we still have a ton. And we still have a... <laughs> we, only, we only have like four or five shelves of them. Yeah. yeah. Is that all of them? I, I think... There are no more hiding? No, I think I have them all out. I have you some think of that's them it? Hanging. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's pretty good. We got some cool ones. So they're, they weren't wide enough, though, on their own to... Not for furniture. To fit we your... use them for other things. Well, I'm just right. saying, they weren't... I'm just getting right into it. Spoiler alert. Mom used them to cover her dining room chairs. <laughs> right. They weren't wide enough to cover your dining room chairs. So what did you do? So on each of my dining room chairs, there are three different fabrics. Uh-huh. Okay. The middle fabric I considered... My focus fabric. Yes. So most of those are a print, are a big floral, or you know, I, I can't remember what they are. I don't know. I'm thinking of one that's a floral. So yeah, I, just, I know. I can't I, think of... There's a couple that like I like better than the I other. I promise. Or I, I post think I pictures. like them better, and then I change my mind. So and then on the side, so I that that strip goes down, down the, the middle, middle from uh-huh. back of the seat to front of the seat. Yep. And then on the sides. They still don't match. It's three different fabrics. Right. <laughs> so on one side, there's like maybe a gray tweedy looking one. And, and and on the other side, it's also kind of a gray. But they sort of complement. But yeah. none of these are the same, okay? Okay, so none of the fabrics on this one cushion are the same. And then no cushions and no are cushions the is, same. Every single cushion is different. Yes. Well, and this is not a surprise to my husband because I don't think we've had any cushions where 
all of the cushions were ever the same since we've been married. Right. I always at least had a different one on the captain's chair, or sometimes I made every other chair. Yeah. You know, I never took, like, I've never covered, like, six chairs the same. Right, right. What, that wouldn't be fun. So, just bringing this up. Right. You know, I, I kind of brought up the motif thing before because I thought, oh, I'm going to forget about this because the way you did your dining room chairs. Right. Ziti pieced together fabric. Right. So, so I pieced, pieced these together first. And there, it's in a big... Mm-hmm. A square, a rectangle, made whatever. Made my big, whatever, 24 big by, t- or 26 by 24 or whatever it was, you know, rectangle yeah, or square. Yeah, whatever, whatever three of those things so, ended up being. Right. <laughs> so whatever I needed to cover these cushions in the size I needed, I pieced them together side by side. Yes. And I had one in the middle that I knew was going to be centered. And this is what you do when you cover with anything. You have to decide, do you need to center a stripe? Do you need to yeah. center a motif? And you, you would do this. You know, continually on those chairs, even if it's a small print. I mean, not if it's a micro print, but if it's, I'd say, at least as big as like maybe a silver dollar or a quarter, you still want to maybe go, okay, I'm going to center, you know, my quarters going down the middle. No, you don't think, some. this happened to me once when I made a dress. You were like, okay, next time when you have a print like this, they were like fabric, um, not... Wreath isn't the word. They're like pennants, sort of drapes, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. Flowers. It was a flowery flowers. bow. Like. Yeah, flower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you were like, oh, if you descended that, I was like, oh, yeah, right. you know. Just now a little, sometimes a you may better. specifically want it off center. Sure, but so you know, you can yeah. think about that too. Sure. We're telling you the rules, and, then and you if go you know break the them. rules, you go break them. Okay, you and you could put. So ZD's got these stripes going. Uh, these stripes of fabric, which could the be made pieces of, of the fabric. pieces of right. fabric, mm-hmm. these strips of fabric that are together, going and from they, front to back. They're going right. from um, well, back oh, to front, back to front, whatever, right, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but you could do these slanted. You know, you could, yeah. you could get crazy. You could do a crazy well, quilts. It was you could, really. Uh, I, I, I will mean, tell you, I had to piece these very cautiously. Yeah, you had to think okay, about it to get. Yeah, yeah, and. and how they were going to come out, and how how was I going to make six chairs? Uh-huh. Or did I only do four? Um, there may I... only be four of those. Okay. Um, I think there's only four. There are. There are only four. I use those other two chairs in combo with it. Okay. Okay. Um, but you know, I also wanted them to look alike. Yes. Or, or not coordinate. Look alike. Coordinate. So I made sure I had similar colors in them. Right. 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 So uh, I assume we're going to take a picture and post this. Lots of this. pictures, hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Um, the other thing that you may want to do is you may want to embroider something on yeah. the seat. Yeah. Okay. Other people also do um, needlepoint seats. Yeah. Okay. Here's where I am with that, man. Nobody's sitting on that needlepoint. Okay. I was I, thinking I, about I mean, hand-embroidered well, kitchen towels. I know. Okay, I know. I would machine embroider a kitchen yeah. towel for someone with a funny thing or uh-huh. a monogram or something. Mm-hmm. But I was using my kitchen towels today, and I thought, hell no! I like know. I was like, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I think not. No, I know. And I'm I'm sort of that way, like about needlepoint and, yeah. and things like. Now, a lot of people will take an antique chair and make a beautiful needlepoint seat. You know, and, and, it's a and that's making a statement. Or, yeah, so you know, the grandchildren aren't standing up and you know jumping on top of sweet potatoes on it or right. something like that, <laughs> or they'll cover it with a towel before they let it. But you know that I get, but I do not get doing a whole set and putting all that time. There's especially because so many fabrics are beautiful. Yeah, no, you know, nowadays, yeah. especially, yeah, like, the the way we used to decorate things had a lot to do with like. 
society. Right. Okay. And, right. and stuff. But yeah, I, I was just thinking about that because I've been wanting to do a little more hand embroidery. I've been getting back into some knitting now that it's getting yeah. cooler. And I was like, I would, no, I'm not going to ever. I'm not do even, that. you know, I mean, I'm not a quilter. <laughs> and I see some of these quilt people that quilts people make. And I think, I hope they're hanging that on the wall. Because yeah, because that's I know beautiful. how, yeah. like, my grandchildren jump on my bed. And, you know, the dog comes over and wipes his nose on my right, bed. Right, It's like, oh, my gosh. I Like, I hope they're not. I mean, I don't know. If it and it's your you, quilt. You yeah, do what no, you want No, if it makes it. you happy, you need a point. You do seats. what makes you okay. happy, but it make, it make me happy for it to be on the wall. But you do. Think about your size here. Okay, embroidering on something, mm-hmm. uh, it can make the fabric sort of shift or shrink or just change. Right. Um, you obviously pieced these things together into well, like a big piece. if you're going piece. to embroider on something, you do a big piece first, and then you cut your shape yes, out later. Yes, and then you cut things right. down. Okay, mm-hmm. so always keep that in mind if doing any embellishment. But then, hey, let's get to the good part. So now we're going to cover these babies, right? Okay. okay. So you are going to put your fabric down on a clean surface, face down, okay. right, right side down. Right side to the table. And then you're going or... to put your cushion on top of it. Uh-huh. Right? And you are going to take it from one, make sure it's in the position you want it, you know, if the the motif's coming out exactly where you want it, all that kind of stuff. You know, if you need to measure down, you know, one inch from the top and make sure the motif's there or whatever, do that. You can mark on the back of your fabric generally if you need to make like a little square that you're, you know, you're going to sit that in or whatever. So what I do is I have it, I have it, the fabric. You know, right side down, I place my cushion on top of it, and then I take from the center of either the back or the front, and I will pull it over and down the side, right? Uh Uh-huh. And I will staple it. Okay. And then I go all the way over to the other side. Like, exactly opposite. Exact opposite side. And I take that fabric, and I bring it over, and I staple it, and that's right sort of in the center. So you do, like... 12 o'clock and 6. And then, and you, then you do 3, three and, and 9. Okay. <laughs> and then you go, you know, next to 12 and next to 12 and then next to 6. And, and you are pulling these. You're giving it a certain amount of tension. Right. Okay. Now, what you have to be careful of is don't get too close to those corners too fast. Okay. You have to address those corners. Uh-huh. Correct. So, however you folded those corners, whether you pull, you know, the fabric over the corner or yeah. you pull it up and you're going to fold make it. Make a fold it, or, yeah. Yeah, there's, like you like you make a military bed is what like I Like a hospital it. corner. Mm-hmm. Hospital or, yeah. corner, you yeah. can do that. Um don't get staple so much that you can't deal with the corners. So you okay. really, okay, so you've done this. I just want to clarify, because for me, like, you know, because um, right. I don't think I've done this exact thing before. So you've okay. done, like, your compass points, your north, south, yes. east, west, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't immediately go to north, northeast. Or, no. Okay. No, I would go then right next to, to north, south, north, east, southeast, west, west, and I'd get a couple inches. And really slowly move and, toward and, yeah, those. And get okay. a couple inches on both sides. Okay. And, it, you know, you want it taut. And there's all reason there's reasons to have it taut it will wear better taut yeah. if it's loose and bunches up it doesn't look good and it doesn't wear right yeah so i'm going to leave room for my corners though and then i will just i can go to my corner and i will pull opposite corners so i will do you know the northeast corner, right? Yeah. Give it a staple or two, and then I will go to the southwest, southwest corner okay. and give it a staple or two. And then I will go back and sort of finish 
you know, start yeah. finishing these, going back and forth, making sure I keep a nice tension. Yeah. And that's how you get that pretty finished look. Now, you may be trimming some fabric at those corners. Yeah, So you okay. have to have your scissors right there. Okay. And this is something I use scissors for and not a rotary cutter. But, oh, wow. So, yeah. Here we go. So that's an odd thing. <laughs> but, you know, you may, once you pull that over that corner, you may be able to trim some of that fabric away. Okay. And then I just want to say, let's pretend you are just centering kind of one of those large motifs uh -huh. on your seat. Right. If you figure out the the top of my cushion or the bottom mm -hmm. of my cushion, uh, bottom of my seat is, you know, where the pattern starts to right. scroll up or right. something marking that yes. on your subsequent yes. uh, pieces or right. whatever. You or don't... just noting it in so your head. Yeah. You've thought about centering it, right. but then have you thought about like where it goes Keeping sort of it laterally? Even. You, you... want to, that's, and, and this, you know, going back and forth, north, south, east, west. Yeah. It can help keep it. That's what keeps it right because you're pulling the yeah. fabric. But you don't want to have this motif centered, but then be including one part of it on one and uh, chair and a right. different part of it on another chair. That would end up right. being like, but, oh, you know, if you pull that fabric over, and you can also usually tell you want to, yeah. you know, you want to keep it even. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're trying to keep it. But, you know, if you've cut it in the square or whatever, you know now that you've pulled over about two inches. And right. So you'll continue to pull that two inches. And you could keep your first cushion nearby as yes. you do your subsequent yes. ones and be like, oh, good. No, the, you absolutely should. That motif. Unless you do them all differently. Maybe. Well, yeah. yeah so that's one reason to do them all different. That okay. is right. <laughs> that's one reason to. Don't ever do symmetry. Then nobody can that's say right. you've done it wrong. Uh, that's one reason to do that. Right. So you could keep that first cushion nearby to say, okay, mm -hmm. the scroll part is lining up right as it did with the first right. one but then don't set number two there for your next template put number two away right okay and always number, go by number always one. go by number one right okay the other thing that you might want to do and i do this is <laughs> you might want to write the date you recovered them and take a sharpie or something yeah. like that and some sort of indelible ink and just mark it you know you can cover that part yeah. You know, or you can leave it out, whatever. And you may want to put the date and your initials. And I do that. And I'll tell you why. Because one reason I do it is I've done it before and I've thought, boy, that didn't last. Yeah. And then I look at the date and I'm <laughs> well, like, 20 years oh, ago. Well, that was 17 years. That, that, that's been a pretty good Is that thing. Hollywood chair done in the 90s or 2001? Well, you can look because will, the Hollywood yeah, chair is actually on its, um, what do you call that? The base yeah. or whatever. It's actually embroidered. Yeah, I know. Right. I can't remember. It's in my room, and I can't remember what year it is. I'll we'll talk about it during the Hollywood chair episode. So uh, it's a long time ago. Uh, it's a, it's over fifteen years. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now you've got your new covers stapled mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. um, now, if you don't look, okay. So if if when you put this on the chair. Those edges aren't covered or you see something that looks unfinished or you don't like it or you can choose to glue a ribbon on or some okay. trim or another piece of fabric, okay. something like that. You can do that. You can you can actually cut a piece of fabric that will be like the shape of the seat, slap it on there, you know, the shape of the frame, slap it on there, and then you would only see that from the bottom. Okay. Um, I used to do that a lot. I, I feel like I... I don't worry about it so much anymore. Nobody ever looks at My it. My instinct would be to not worry yeah. about the underside right. of the chair. But, you know, that's me. Uh, so <laughs> that would be my instinct. Um, so, but once you've got it finished, uh, once you've got the 
cushion, you put it on your chair, right? And then you leave it there for a little bit, and you let people sit on it, and it slides out from under them. <laughs> That's happened. It, what? <laughs> oh, oh, is that? Oh wait, not don't sit there. Oh wait, don't sit there. I lost the screw. It's well, not screwed to the chair. What happens is you. <laughs> Oh. Lost the screws. So put the screws in a plastic the bag. The screws are in a little plastic bag, but you don't know where okay. you put it. And, and you it, put it somewhere where you knew no one else would find it, and therefore you didn't either. So you want to put the screws in a little plastic right. bag, and then you want to, like, painters tape them to the chair leg, okay, is <laughs> what you should do. That's probably the safest is thing that... to do. Um, but I was also painting these yeah, chairs. Yeah, so one right. reason, yeah, one reason a delay can happen like that is if you are sort of, like, refinishing an right. entire... So I had taken... You know, the cushions off thing. and I was totally refinishing all the wood yes. and then finally putting the cushions on but I will tell you where they were just so you know they were in the candy dish in the hutch so in the bag <laughs> it only took me like three weeks to find them <laughs> I would lay in bed and go like where would I have where like logically put, put those yeah okay okay yeah in the hutch that coordinated with right. the whole thing okay so I then kept you screw, them all together. Then you just get to screw your cushions back on, right? That's right. And Boom. You're, and you're like really pleased. And somebody will pull your chair out someday and go, oh, wow, then, this is really then unique. Then you have a dinner party. And then they party. pull out the other chair and they go, oh, oh. this is unique too. Oh. Yeah. Oh. They're yeah. all different. Okay. So then you have, next step is to have a dinner party and mm -hmm. ta-da, right? Yep. Okay. So that's that's that. And I like think. I said, this is one of the – and, you know, you don't have to do four chairs. Do one. Yeah. This is a good – like, this is something where you could thrift it. one you chair. You could thrift one chair. With one cushion. You could find some seat. fabric you really think is, like, cool. Uh -huh. And you could refinish the chair or paint the chair. You know, one of the colors in the fabric. I mean, you could just do, like, some really crazy stuff. Make it, like, so if you want just a good, fun project, this yeah, would be this it. Yeah, this would be a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, you can let us know if you have any questions about this. Uh, and we're going to dive in, uh, dive deep into some other projects uh, in the following podcasts in this series, you can get a hold of us. Uh, you can email me at Mallory at SoHere.com. And we're on Instagram at SoHere.com. ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SoHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh,